We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I told the guy to fuck off in a Walgreens parking lot today, and I'm feeling really bad about it. But I, the more I think about it, the more I'm not sure. Like, I did overreact. A good morning, everybody. It's the Bart Winkler Show. I don't know what happened. We're going to talk to Ryan Horvath coming up. He's doing with me the over-unders for the NFC. So a comprehensive guide to what we like in the NFC. We will go through all the teams. It will allow us to give some thoughts on on these teams, uh, especially the Packers, of course. And along the way, we'll give the over-unders. So we'll do NFC on today's episode. Also, we're going to talk AFC over-unders. That'll be a part of next week at some point. Maybe Monday, uh, but at some point we'll air that. i got a busy week coming up. I got shows on CBS Sports Radio Friday night, um, Sunday, all next week on Bill Ryder's show. Plus, then I'm going to be at Summerfest a couple of days for Milwaukee Pro Soccer. So this is going to be like the most. I basically didn't work from the middle of May to the middle of June. So this is needed. This this is going to be a big, big month coming up for me. I was at Walgreens and I got in my car and I was going out and I I thought it was pretty clear like which way I was going because there's an entrance and an exit. Now there's a second exit, but that's like I wasn't going to go that way. And I think it was pretty clear that my car was turning some guy who kind of looked like my dad. So maybe that's why I feel bad. But he like stood right in front of me and stopped. And... I don't know if he's being playful about it or not, but he he's like, which way are you going? Because I didn't have my blinker on. I didn't have my blinker on in the parking lot. You know, in the parking lot, do you do your blinker at every single... I don't even stop at the stop signs in these parking lots half the time. I mean, I look, see if anyone's there, and keep going. I was once told that if you see white trim around a stop sign, it's optional. And so then I was doing that for like an afternoon. And then I realized, oh, shit, every stop sign has that. I'm going to die. Somebody somebody pranked me once. So good prank, but don't let it get executed. But then the guy, he and he was like, I couldn't move because he was, I felt he was in the way to make his point that I didn't have my blinker on. So then I got very frustrated 
And I've done a better job. Like I get angry on the podcast. I get angry on Twitter. But I used to be, my nickname was Rageobot in high school. I used to rage all the time. Oh, Bart's having a Rageo moment. And it used to be really bad. And then I was a soccer referee. And basically, I didn't think I did a good job unless I raged at someone. It was messed. But so this guy, so then I'm like, what What are you doing? And I rolled down my window and he's blinker, blinker. And I say, Jesus Christ, fuck you. And I drove away. And there was something in me. And I think I felt really bad about it. And I like ran home. And I was like, honey, I did something wrong. And she's like, oh, and she, she died like ran over a dog or something the way that I was freaking out about it. But I had this moment. This is what bothers me. I'm going to see that guy again. Maybe it's because it was a Walgreens very close to my house. Maybe that's why I'm, I'm, but I, I know that is not my last encounter with that guy. Either I'm going to, and it's going to, it's going to be a bad, like it's going to, that, that instance is going to cost me something someday. Either, I'm going to apply for a job or my son's going to whatever. And that's his teacher. Something's going to screw me in the future. Or that guy's a part of a board or he's a part of a thing. And somehow I know I'll look back at that and say, I got fucked because I did. I just know it. I just know it. So my excuse is if anybody, if anybody's heard a story of a guy getting yelled at in a, you know, Walgreens, please connect me with this guy. What I'm going to do is tell him that I was doing like, I'm, I'm trying to do more YouTube shorts and I was trying to prank them. And I was doing like a, like when people take their, like take a uh, shake and throw it in a drive-thru. Like it's awful behavior, but that's what I'm going to say that I was doing. I was like, oh, sir, I'm sorry. I meant to turn around and track you down, but um, you know, I, I just, I, then I got stuck at a light. I, I was doing it for a video. I'm so sorry. So that's my that's my best working excuse right now. So that happened at a Walgreens. And I feel bad about it. And uh I was just gonna I was just gonna promote something here, but it's like don't promote my product after you just told that story. But then I'm thinking in my head. It's a great time to talk. Sorry, guys. They're like, don't be us. Don't be us. Happy place. See, I need to relax. I need to chill out. I need to calm down. I need to, I need to, I need to, I need to not live life so uh, irrationally. Get a gummy at night. Helps you sleep. Relax. You know, maybe, maybe slowly but surely start to chip away. That's some of the uh, anger that's buried deep in me. Maybe little CBD cells will attack it. I don't quite know the science on that, but happyplacehemp.com. Promo code is BART. 25% off every order. Happyplacehemp.com. What Chris said the other day about the, he got a sunburn and um, he put some of the CBD cream on it, helped him out, didn't like, peel or anything i i just brought that up with my brother uh one of my brothers is like complete red like tomato red you know we got these pale irish faces that we go out in the sun for a half hour and we are we are ketchup so i'm gonna try to get him some of that cream 
to help them out. Happyplacehemp.com promo code is BART, 25% off your order. I was hoping to, I'm taping this around nine o'clock on uh, Wednesday night. And I was, I was, I was purposely waiting a little bit and I'm sure something will happen after I'm done and I'll freak out about it. Just like we talked about Winker not hitting a home run. I published the podcast and then Winker, Winker hits a home run and the Brewers win. Like some are saying it's the most fun game of the season. I'm like, man, do I have to re-edit that? And then, and then I did, and then, and then they lost uh, again. We'll talk about that in a second. But I don't like if if Middleton opts in or opts. Out. I guess if Middleton gets traded, I'll do something. Uh, I'll cut in, but I don't see that happening as of uh, this moment. And either way, we're going to talk about it Thursday night on the NBA draft post game. And really, I don't know when the NBA draft's going to be done. But what I'm going to do is as soon as I get back from the forward Madison game, I'm going to start a show. And I would think that would be around by the time the game's over, I get it in my car, limp to my car with my PF syndrome, uh, get home, sit down. I'm thinking somewhere between 1030 and 1045. And so I would love it if you're up, uh, you know, pop in a little bit. Otherwise, I'll just roll through some other stuff. And if you do want to leave voicemails after the Bucks do something or nothing, uh, that will be helpful that, that I could use on the show too. So I'm not recording Thursday's show until after the draft. I will do it live. It would be great if you guys are up and about and doing whatever, but that's when I'll be doing it on Thursday. That is thanks to our friends at Dan Shaney Insurance, which I could call if I – uh, get so angry in my car and then run into a light pole. DanShaney.com. He'll help you out. He sponsors all of our YouTube videos and all of our video streaming. Uh, a lot of you guys have given him a call already. Might be time if I've been talking about him a little bit. So if you're if you're like, oh, who's that guy? Who's that guy? I do this a lot with stuff. I still have a friend I have to text back from three weeks ago. But might be might be the time to say, all right, Bart's been talking about him. Let's get that call in today. DanShaney.com. S-C-H-A-N-I.com on the uh, website. Phone number there and email and contact and a story. And my guys at Sun and Interactive. Also, I'd like to talk real quick about HelloFresh. No, I'm kidding. I am kidding on that part. What did I try once? Oh, I tried Blue Apron. I did do a thing with Blue Apron. Blue Apron was good. It took a long time. I don't know. I feel like it takes a long time to make because they come with like all these steps. Now, if, if blue wire hooks up with blue apron, I'll say, Oh, it's the easiest thing in the world. Step-by-step process. But I do remember me spending an awful lot of time in the kitchen and then eating the food. There was one thing with Korean radishes, I think ruined the whole, Oh, and they always made you dip everything like in the vinegar. Maybe that was the problem. Anyway, promo code BART. If you're ever in a jam, use promo code BART. I don't know if it still works. I think it still works at SeatGeek from like 30 years ago. Where was I? Oh, I want to play some voicemails. Uh, I'll get to some at the end of the show. But I did want to get Jake's in here. Hot take Jake. Again, the Carl's Place voicemail line, 402-915-BART, 402-915-2278. This is from Hot Take Jake. 
Barty, Barty, Barty. What's going on, my man? Listening to uh, Wednesday show. And first things first, look, man, you want to lose some of that weight, you want to grab some of those LBs, you know where to find me. I've been on you. said a long time ago, content is king. You need some content. Come see me. I'll, you know, we'll film it. Me destroying you in some workouts there. It'll be good for the content, good for the YouTube channel. So come and see me. If Rami can do it, you sure should can. Second thing, I digress. Like, if I can quote Mean Girls a couple times. Number one, why are you so obsessed with me? And number two, you can't sit with us. And every time you're on a show, I feel like my name, for some reason, just pops into your mouth. And look, man, I'm, I'm a little bit flattered, but if you want me to be on the show, all you got to do is that. I'm the people's champ, so I get it. Anyways, NBA draft is tomorrow. I got zero faith in John Horst. I feel like the guy is falling backwards into an NBA championship, and we're just kind of catching up now. Love to see Bucks do something significant, maybe get a pick, maybe make a big move, but if I have to trust John freaking Horst to make that move, yeah, I don't know. Things are looking pretty bleak. Anyways, hopefully get to talk to you on the live show after the draft, and I'll give you the hard sell a little bit more. Thanks, buddy. All right. Um, live draft, yes, coming up. I the the Bucks. I'm going to cherry pick and pick on two people right now. I'm going to pick on uh, my guy Rich on Twitter and my guy Joey. Joey says the Bucks should no longer be the favorites for anything. This team and this franchise is handcuffed, and we as fans are screwed. Rich says, I've gotten to live some of the best times in Bucks history. I'm forever grateful. I'm finally making peace with the fact that it's finally over. Anything amazing beyond the championship is playing with house money. The NBA was never going to let a dynasty grow here. Uh, Jake, I think I did see one of his tweets where he mentioned Bucks fans cannot handle off seasons, and we cannot. Uh, we cannot. Because it seems like there's all these things that happen around us. Nothing happens to us or for us. Kristaps Porzingis apparently going to Boston has a lot of people uh, on edge, and that does make Boston. I mean, that's a massive get for them. That is big, uh, and I think that will put them to be the favorites, unless the Bucks do something or or whatever. But that is that is big, and I'm not going to say it's not. But I'm also I'm also not going to give up on the season before the draft even starts. So I I don't know. I, I think it's Interesting the way that we react uh, to to these off seasons. Mention the Brewers; they lose five to one. Julio Tehran, the guy is is he our ace? A one five three ERA. I mean, is he is he our best pitcher? And here's something we can talk about more in depth: Should the Brewers trade him? I I I don't I don't know I don't. Like, this is a classic case of if this was a fantasy team and I picked up a guy, like, if I picked this guy up and he was doing this, I would be looking to trade him so fast. I'd say, all right, there's enough of a sample size that you could think it can happen the whole season. But also, this isn't going to happen the whole season. Brewers are a game and a half out of the Central, two games over 500. It's certainly not the end of anything. And I think a lot of us, even though the trade deadline is still more than a month away, we keep thinking about it. We keep wondering – What's the best interest for this team? 
And and maybe if you took a reclamation project in Tehran, you do look to trade him. Right now, I'm on the I'm on the train of compete in 2023 and use these guys to compete with in 2024. I haven't gotten off of that yet. I'm still on that train. Uh, so I would ride out Tehran until we see what happens. But we'll see. Brewers did take a lead. Tapia hit a home run. And then the Diamondbacks scored five. So in this series, Brewers get waxed on Monday. They do win game two. Very exciting. Seven to five on Tuesday. And then they lose on Wednesday. All right, coming up, Ryan Horvath and I will go through NFC over-unders. And then I've got some more voicemails to play and some real quick non-spoilery thoughts on the new Marvel show, uh, Secret Invasion, for basically just for Q. All right, we'll be back. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's start with the Green Bay Packers. Again, Ryan Horvath. What a, what a, what a, what a guy. Hey, Horvy. Hey, what's up? Long time no talk, actually. I haven't been on the podcast. I've watched a couple of the episodes, though. I was on vacation. Uh, oh, great. Yeah, caught a couple hey, of hey, them. Hey, so, so you're the one. <laughs> <laughs> How about those brewers, though? Doesn't matter when I run this. They suck. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Like, I don't I, – I actually haven't watched a baseball game in, like, three weeks. I don't even watch my own team. They stink, too. The entire division stinks. I don't care. Man. We could air this in a month. I'm kind of rooting for the Reds or the Pirates, like not even my own team, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, I got Pittsburgh fever. Why not? As long as the Cardinals continue to be a disaster and Contreras continues to suck, win-win. Well, around here, everyone thinks that the Brewers are, like, going to do exactly what – Freems is always, always talking about a reverse boycott to save the Brewers. It's like they're not going anywhere. Well, right. you never know. We, I never thought that the A's would go to Las Vegas, you know? That kind of – hey, I like the I like you defending the A's, though, because growing up, man, I actually 
I kind of like those A's teams. Like, I love Barry Zito. I love that whole rotation. I thought well, I feel bad for Oakland. They lost the Raiders. The Warriors left. Like, that, that counts. Yeah. They went across the bay. Right, exactly. Oakland's yeah. not, no matter what some people think, Oakland is not San Francisco. No, no. It's not like people think it's like St. Paul in, the, in Minneapolis. It's right. not. No, not at all. Like, it's yeah, a exactly. completely different ecosystem. Yeah, it's sad to see, man. It's sad to see. But uh, I'll say this, though. I mean, I am excited for another excuse to go to Las Vegas. I mean, I'm going to have to go to a couple of those games, obviously. Oh, yeah. They need, like, slot machines in the chair seats. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what they need. Or, like, betting. All right, so I want to look at over-unders win totals. And we can start with the Packers because we did win-loss them. Actually, I believe that was my most – Listen to podcast in all of May, uh, doing win lossing the Packers with you. So, thank really, you. oh yeah, Packer content's king. I can I can talk to whoever. I can talk to you know. I can like work hard. I can. All I got to do is be like, "Hey Nagler, what's your Mount Rushmore?" Fucking. That was the one I watched. I thought that that was really good. I like you guys. I like when you guys uh, are together. I do. Oh, I, I like Nags too. I we had a falling out because. Our station was cheap, and we didn't even – okay. Um, but I blamed him, and that was wrong. Um, that kind of was wrong. I was wrong, yeah. 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 All right. So, Wins oh, for the Packers. Vegas has them. Um, I think it's been pretty steady at seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that – well, I think Jordan Love's going to be okay. I just – I don't like when there's the – but you don't know. It's there's all these quarterback tiers with their little heads and loves always in the last one, but nobody knows. So I would think that, and what I said on the score the last time that I was on that wonderful station. Yeah. Um, and I came up with this on the spot and I'm sure it's been said, but all these other franchises try to microwave their quarterbacks. Like you be good. You be good. Go the Packers, put it in the oven, you know, let it cook, get the insides, check the temperature, then when it's ready, it comes out. I just can't think that the Packers are going to go into 2024. Well, I guess that's next year. 2023, like knowing that love, like if the, if the Packers knew love sucked, they would not, they wouldn't do this. That's what I think. So I'm going to say over seven and a half. Now, will it maybe just be eight? That's part of the game. But I will take over for the Packers. Yeah, like, you know, I look at the schedule and it doesn't even really have anything to do with Jordan Love. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't actually bet the Packers over seven and a half wins just because the defense really let us down last year. Um, but I do think still there's way too much there's there's way too much talent. You know, if they're able to stay healthy, man, like, you know, if they get Rashawn Gary back, for example, you know, you still have Aaron Jones, you still have AJ Dillon. I do like the wide receiver room a lot. I like the wide receiver room a lot more this year with Reed than the corpse of Sammy Watkins. But what's interesting is, you know, like if you look at the different markets, cause I have everything up right now, the Packers over seven and a half wins, they're actually taking some money to go over the win total. A lot of them slightly juice minus minus one fifteen. There is a book out there right now that has it plus 100. So I would shop around if you do want to bet them because you're getting a better price. You're not laying, you know, a buck 15. I would rather get some plus money there. Uh, but I'm with you. I would lean, I would lean eight, nine wins because the NFC North dumpster fire 
You know, the reports out of Chicago, Justin Fields doesn't look good. Chase Claypool, they're disappointed with on and off the field. And they gave up way too much for Chase Claypool. So glad that Green Bay didn't, to be honest with you. I would lean over, but I wouldn't bet over. So I'm with you. I'd go over. I think Jordan Love will be all right as well. I don't think he'll be Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre, unfortunately. But I think he'll be a good NFL quarterback. Um, I think it'll take some time. I think there'll be some growing pains, just like there were for Rodgers. Um, Not as many, hopefully, as Favre had. But I worry still about the defense, man. Like, let's see what the defense looks like. But, yeah, I would lean over on Green Bay as well. Uh, on the YouTube stream, look at when we're going to talk about a team, I'm going to put what it is. Oh, yeah. I like that. On the Dan Shaney YouTube stream. So on YouTube, it says Packers over under seven and a half. So that if people are scrolling through, they can see when we're talking about their team. Here's the thing, man. I want to believe. Everybody thinks I'm just this big Jordan Love hater. I'm not. Like, I could love Aaron Rodgers and still like Jordan Love and root for Jordan Love. Again, like, I hate that I have to even defend this. I didn't like the Jordan Love pick just because, let's say even I hated Rodgers, man. They weren't getting away from him because he still had, what, three years left on that deal. They had just extended him, and I didn't think he was washed. I thought it was year year one. That was the problem. Extending him was the problem. Right. Well, year one under LaFleur, I think that was the that like that was the most we've seen from the LaFleur offense, you know, where Rodgers wore yeah. the wristbands. And then I think that summer, that offseason, there was a meeting of the minds, and it was like half Rodgers offense, half LaFleur offense with the pre-snap motion. Then last year, like that was the Rodgers offense. That's what scares me a little bit about the Jets, man. It's like Rodgers has full control there. There's a reason why Hackett continues to find work because he's Aaron Rodgers' gopher. He's the Jack Haley to Aaron Rodgers, Dennis Rodman. But, uh, yeah, way too much time spent on the Packers. But I want to believe. So, I mean, you know, we don't know what we don't know what any of these teams in the division are, and the Lions are getting way too much hype. So, go. Well, over. just to finish on the Packers, um, the exact win totals, I got this from our guy Jimmy Shapiro. The exact win totals. For, I don't know. It's always good emails. Yeah. The exact win totals. It's plus 550 that the Packers win seven games. It is plus 600 that they win six games or eight games. It is plus 650 that they win nine games, plus 700 that they win five games, and plus 800 that they win 10 games. If you think the Packers are going to not win a game, you can get 70 to one odds on that. If you think they will go undefeated, you can get 300 to one odds on that. I would take, I would actually take exactly seven wins. I think seven wins sounds about right, man. uh, It's five times the value. So bet a hundred win five fifty. I could see them losing some games where Jordan love throws like a bad interception. I could see them losing some games where Jordan love just lights it up, but the defense does what they've like. That's the other thing, man. Like, you know what I mean? Rogers had some years where, you know, they had to like win to get in and barely got even won the NFC North with 10, 11 wins because the defense always stinks. That's why I always have to defend Aaron Rodgers. I think the most overrated thing really, I hate that I have to do this, but really quick, I never complain or bitch about the wide receivers or the offensive talent that Rodgers played with. All those guys were great, you know, from Greg Jennings and Donald driver all the way down to Jordy Devante. You know, Christian Watson was really good the last eight weeks of the season. My problem was always the defensive side of the ball. Like, you can't, like, yeah, Brady's better than Rodgers, you know, historically with the rings. 
But Brady also always had a top 10 scoring defense every Super Bowl year. Rodgers had that once. He won a ring. It's so hard for quarterbacks. You know, Peyton Manning in Indianapolis would always lose to Brady. Yeah. Peyton Manning was a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Yes or no? What do you think on that? Uh. Tom, Tom Brady, Tom Brady never did anything that I never saw before, except right. win out of his ass. I mean, the year the he had lost, he West knows Oak. how to win. He well, knows. Right. I mean, with Peyton Man, the thing with like with Tom Brady, he dinked and dunked his way to an NFL seventeen. <laughs> no, I say he dinked and dunked, but he did. Here's the thing, right? Like what, what, Tom Brady had one year where he threw to Randy Moss a shitload. He's just like, ah, chuck it. But yeah, other than that. that, what do you think of with Tom Brady? I think of 11 yards to Edelman and eight yards to Deion Branch and James White for 15 on a screen. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's that's Tom Brady. But he but was what, the best at it. Right. And, and the great thing about him was he took what's given to him. He's not Rodgers like, hey. You know, here's a guy right across the middle, but he's got to find his, you know, he's chucking balls to Devante. So he took what was given to him. And I feel like the difference between Brady and Peyton Manning was like Peyton Manning lived for football. You know what I mean? Like that was, he couldn't beat Florida. Like remember the Tennessee fans hated him for a while. Didn't hate him, but like they thought he was a choke artist because he could never beat Florida when he was there. And then in the NFL, you know, like Sparky is always, Sparky, like when we do the podcast, always calls him a choke artist. And I'm like, okay, like, like he's Who, one of Peyton? 11. Yeah, Peyton Manning. But, like, I think the thing was, man, he would overstudy. I mean, he was a genius, you know, at calling his own plays and, you know, audibles and changing things at the line of scrimmage, reading a defense. I don't think there's anybody better than Peyton. You know, same thing with Aaron Rodgers. But I think the difference is Brady's always been playing with house money. Like, he, we thought maybe he was going to be a minor league catcher. He was splitting time with Drew Henson, we have to remember, at Michigan. Goes in, you know, the seventh round or wherever the fuck. You know, we've all seen the combine videos. He's just been playing with house money his entire career. And he's just a cool ass dude where he's at the end of these games, like, you know, like early on in his career, whatever. And he got those rings because they kicked field goals and they had good defenses. And then, you know, he just had this crazy confidence. Whereas like Peyton, you know, like one thing goes wrong and he would fall apart. You know, Rogers, like the same thing. I think that's always been the difference. Like that's, that's what Joe Burrow reminds me of right now, you know, and that's why he always wins. He's just like cool, calm, collect. Or like some of these guys, like you watch Dak. Like Carr would throw a pick and he'd forget about it by the time he was off the field. Well, the problem was though, then he'd go out and throw another one and another one because he'd be like, "Oh, I'll get him the next time." But yeah, I thought that was always the difference. Like Brady was and Joe Montana, you know, Tom Brady. They were just like cool ass dudes, calm under pressure. Some guys they can't handle the pressure. I don't know that that's Rodgers, though, though. I mean, yeah, you know, the last couple of years it was. So I'm going to go over on the Packers. Yeah, over on the Packers, yeah. You like them at seven wins? I kind of like that price. I think that's a good bet. I mean, I'm, I wouldn't bet that, though. See, I'm not – every year I bet the Packers to win the Super Bowl. I'm not going to do that this year for the first time ever in my life. But I'm not going to be rooting against them. I'm rooting for my Packers-Jets Super Bowl. And then it ends in a tie because aliens blow up the world. That'd be good. The Chicago Bears come in also at seven and a half. And I mean, if you just look at the schedule now, a lot of this is going to depend on Justin Fields too. I, I one lost their schedule with a guy and all of a sudden I was at 10 wins for the Bears. I think Bears over under seven and a half. I think the over is the lock of the year. 
Bears. On the Bears? Chicago Bears. Yeah, man. I bet Their them. Their schedule is dog shit. The yeah. rest of this division is bad. Yeah. I like the Bears over seven and a half. I'm going to play that today. Yeah, I played them uh, to win the NFC North. Just the price was ridiculous. Some cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so but okay. When I did that though, I was higher on Justin Fields than a lot of people. Like a lot of Packer fans. You know, the Bears fans think he's the. You know, some of them think he's like the next coming of Christ. But like, yeah. I uh, the reports are bad. Which, to be fair, he could be. I mean, we the, the next coming of we don't know. The the reports are bad, but also. I don't really care like when guys are in shorts and half pads because like we overreact to crap every single season and I'm not there, you know, so I'm sure like Adam Hogan, those guys, I mean, they're there every day. I respect their, what they're seeing, but I mean, I remember hearing that Jamar Chase couldn't catch an NFL football. You know what I mean? Like we always do this crap when they put on the pads. I know Justin, I know Justin Fields is a good football player. I just don't know that he's a good quarterback, but I'm with you, man. I think the defense will be better. I really like the pickups that they made in the offseason. I don't like Chase Claypool. Maybe they end up moving him, but I like Mooney enough if he doesn't have to be your number one, right? Um, so, yeah, I'm with you. I'd go over on the Bears. Hate to say it. feel like a traitor, but yeah. I feel like with everything that's coming out and all the moves that they're doing, Vikings over under eight and a half. That, that's got it. How's that not dropped yet? I bet under. They are I rebuilding. Have- they are rebuilding. Yeah, dude. whatever, you know, nobody likes to say that word anymore, but they are rebuilding, although they have Kirk Cousins. So they're doing what yeah. if the Packers were like all, the team they have now and Aaron Rodgers, like everybody's super young, but then you still have the quarterback. The problem is the Vikings are going to rebuild all around Kirk and then Kirk's not going to be there. And then they're going to have to decide, well, do we bring in a quarterback like Rodgers? Or do we draft a guy? I mean, what do you do? I don't – it's just they, they – it's just weird. It's weird that the Vikings, this division should be theirs. Yeah. But now they're cutting and trading guys. And I think what they're looking at is, okay, we might win the division. We're not going to the Super Bowl. So if all you other teams – that the problem is this division in a couple of years, like it stinks, it could be really good. If the Vikings figure it out and find a guy, if Justin Fields is the guy, if Jordan loves the guy, well, it could be the bestest division's been in since we gone since we gone down to the north, since we were no longer the central. Yeah, so dude. It could be, but for this year, I mean, the Vikings—they're not eight and a half. Seems like that's high with everything that's happened. Did they have Dean Lowry? starting for them yeah so i mean like i look at the defensive side of the ball they're starting andrew booth this year harrison smith's still there evans is their other corner byron murphy yeah i mean if i'm a vikings fan i kind of just want to rip the band-aid off i would i mean i don't know that you could get anything for kirk cousins this is kirk's last year in minnesota well i, th- I still think kirk for trey lance is a, is a trade that benefits both sides they do have Jordan Addison. No, I think what you do, man, if I'm a Vikings Purdy, fan. Just, Purdy, Purdy's going to suck, okay? Yeah, I'm with you. I think I want Sam Darnold to win that job more than I want error. You know, like I need Sam Darnold to win that job and win like 14 games, man, and just prove how like terrible Adam Gase 
and all those douchebags that they can. I like Sam Darnold. He's he's went through so much shit. Wow. You know, I mean, Who knew? I like him. I think I like him more than Brock Purdy, and I know that I like him more than Trey Lance. I don't think Trey Lance is any good. Um, but I, if I'm Minnesota, I just want to blow. Like if I'm any of these teams, I just want to blow because next year, if you need a quarterback, is the year to get a quarterback. I just want to blow. Caleb Williams is Caleb Williams is going to be awesome. And Drake may is going to be awesome. And then there's a couple other guys. I don't know like what Pratt is and you know, but somebody else will emerge. Um, Maybe Tyler Van Dyke bounces back from Miami TVD. But I I want, yeah, TVD. I would want, uh, I'd want to blow this year. I'd want to suck really bad. I'm going under on the Vikings. The defense sucks. They got actually, they got worse. I do like Jordan Addison. Um, I love you know, Jefferson, but I don't think that's enough. So under on the Vikings. You want to blow this year. You want to suck really bad. Yep. Your words. Yeah. I want to, yeah. Lions are over under nine and a half. Yeah. That's too many wins. The problem is it's my favorite stat. The uh, Buccaneers have won this division more recently than the Lions. Yeah. Like this is the this is this could not be presented better for Detroit, mm-hmm. but nobody was going to give them a benefit. Like Detroit, all they need to do for the league is just be good on Thanksgiving, so we don't have to like kick them off of Thanksgiving. That's all they need to do. Can they take on the pressure? Because now there's going to be a little pressure. There's going to be expectations. Yeah. So they ain't winning nine and a half games. Yeah, I, I definitely so could have. Who's bet- winning this division? The Bears, the Packers. <laughs> with what seven wins? I mean, the Lions may win this division with nine wins. I, I couldn't go over nine and a half. They should win 10, 11 games. I mean, you look at the final eight weeks of the season. You know the DVOA numbers, all the nerd stats. They were one of the. They were they were one of the best, if not the like the second or third best team in the NFC. I just I can't. I need to. See, I can't put my money in Jared Goff, Dan Campbell, Jared really Goff. Anybody, been to the Super Bowl, scored three points. Really, anybody on that defense other than Hutchinson? I couldn't do it, man. Uh, I'm going to go under on the Lions. I think they're going to let everybody down. I did bet them. I bet the shit out of them week one against the Chiefs, though, when it was at seven. It's at six and a half right now. I'd want the full touchdown, but you know, I, I think they'll be all right. But I, I, they should win ten games. I couldn't bet that though. I'm going to go under. I'm taking the over-under um, graphic off of the YouTube. I did it for the North. I don't want to do it for any other division. It's actually kind of a lot of tedious work. Yeah. So, Plus, there's like a lot of people, you know, that probably just listen to the podcast. So it seems like, you know. Well, I mean, there. my hope is that like some random Titans fan is like, AMC sells over-unders? They'll listen, but that Yeah. Yeah, that's all about the SEO. uh, I'm really trying to jack up those YouTube numbers. Yeah. So I found like old videos of me and Freems that I'm posting every week. You should start showing a little bit more skin, maybe. Should I? For the lady audience, yeah. I can do the. Should I do the NFC East shirtless? There you go. Yeah. Now we're talking. There's the ratings. Yeah, show a little skin. Looking good. You look like you've been hitting the gym a little bit. I look like I stopped shaving halfway through my chest. Dude, is there anything worse than emails? Yeah, uh, trying to lose weight at age 39. 
You should just do what I told you to do. Just do the fasting. You have one meal I a day. I tried too fucking hard. I hated it. Well, I don't know what to tell you. All right, NFC East. Cowboys, nine and a half wins. Yeah, over, dude. Actually, I bet the Cowboys to actually represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of faith in the big guy this year taking over play calling. You know why? I'm, I'm really excited for Kellen Moore with the Chargers, even though I think he might be shit, just because he's going to allow Justin Herbert to actually push the ball down the field, whereas Joe Lombardi treated Justin Herbert like fucking Drew Brees when his arm was falling off. I'm uh, really excited, though, for the big guy to take over play calling because I love Tony Pollard and is a fantasy owner in a dynasty league and just as a guy that is going to bet the Cowboys win total over and them to win that division as well. I, uh, I want to run the ball with Tony Pollard, and there's no more Zeke. So you got Tony Pollard at the wide receiver position. I like CeeDee Lamb. Uh, I didn't think he was the number one wide receiver. He proved last year he could be. And then they bring in Brandon Cooks, so I know he had kind of a down year for Brandon Cooks last year, but he was playing for the Texans. Imagine trying to be motivated to go to work every day with that dumpster fire of a situation, and Lovey Smith is your head coach in the year 2022-23. And then they have you know Michael Gallup, who really hasn't been very good since 2019, since he tore his ACL. But who knows? Now he's another year healthier, and now he's just wide receiver number three. On the defensive side of the ball, love Micah Parsons, and he's playing for a contract. He wants to be on the field every down. They're going to play him as a you know, a traditional, well, actually they're going to play him as an outside linebacker. I like him more as just a defensive end rushing the quarterback, but I like Dan Quinn. He's trying to get a head coaching gig. And then I thought the Stefan Gilmore pickup was really nice. He had a pretty solid year. I don't think he's washed yet. I like Diggs. You know, last year he wasn't gambling as much. I think the Cowboys win at least 10 games. Also, Dak's going to be tough though, Horvath. Schedule's tough. No, the schedule's real tough, but I think Dak's going to be pissed off and motivated, especially after his season ended, like in an embarrassing fashion once again. For the third How about McCarthy Rogers part two, week two of the season? McCarthy's going to get him this time. Oh, God. What a game that's going to be. All these games. I want to, you know what, all over the place, dude. Like week one, Bills, Jets. Week one, Dolphins, Chargers. Herbert versus Tua. Like, let's, let's fucking go. Let's like fast forward. I hate baseball so much. Golf. I can't golf. do. I cannot do a Packers post game show week two. They play the Atlanta Falcons at noon. I gotta watch Jets Cowboys, man. Yeah. Shit. Who's gonna want to watch this beautiful face when it's Rogers McCarthy reunited? Just do a full NFL recap show, like with highlights, like the George Michael Sports Machine. Should I from my basement? That'd be fucking dope, wouldn't it? It'd be like, I mean, Wayne's World did it from his basement. Wayne did. Wayne it's Campbell. True. George, uh, George Michael, RIP. Ended up pulling uh, Cassandra, too. Oh, dream weaver. I believe you could get me through the night. All right, let's go. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. Cowboys, though. You're not with me on the Cowboys? Uh, I think the schedule's hard, but I, mean, I could do. I could do nine and a half, but it'd be like 10. I mean, somebody's, somebody in this NFC has got to win some games. Eagles are over under 10 and a half. Anytime That's it gets it. to the double digits, it gets tricky because, like, these teams either win 10 or they're going to win 13. Like, that's, that's what happens when a team is 10 and a half over under. 
It's weird about that, too, is they have the easiest schedule. They're only dogs a couple times. The Chiefs are favored in every single game. Man, I mean, I'm going to say over on the Eagles, but I think the Cowboys win the division. I think you have to. I feel like there might be a little, like, Super Bowl hangover. Also, I see, like, everybody has Jalen Hurts rated as their number two quarterback in the league. I'm just not ready to go there right now because his rookie year, you know, there was a whole side of the field. I put him above Dak. Me too. He was awesome last year. But I'm just saying, you know, like, it's another, like, we've seen, I'm not comparing him to Colin Kaepernick, but, you know, like, Kaepernick looked like he was going to own the league, and then they figured him out, Um, you know, but Jalen's awesome, don't get me wrong. I'm just, I can't go number two in the league. I'd probably take Herbert over, I know I would take Burrow and Herbert over him, and I'd probably still, I'd still take Lamar over him. Like, I know Lamar's been hurt the last two years, but fucking people forget Lamar won an MVP with, like, you and me at wide receiver. And now this year he's got OBJ, who, you know, will probably be healthy for three weeks, but whatever. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to go over on the Eagles, too. I think both the Cowboys and the Eagles, you know, probably win, like, 11, 12 games. I'm in Wayne's world now. Um, I, yeah, I put my, my franchise quarterbacks. Mahomes is one uh, – because every team would trade their quarterback for Mahomes. And then what I look at for the next, like who the franchise quarterbacks are, I decide, will that team trade for somebody else? Burrow, Burrow, Herbert, Jackson, uh, Hertz, Allen, Josh Allen. And I put Trevor Lawrence in there. I don't think the Jaguars trade Trevor Lawrence for any of those guys, but the Cowboys, would they trade Dak for Trevor Lawrence? Yes. Would they trade Dak for Jalen Hurts? No, I probably not. Mm, I think they might. I actually, I did my quarterback list uh, the other day. I go Mahomes number one, Burrow number two, Herbert number three, Hurts number four, Josh Allen number five, Aaron Rodgers number six, mm. Trevor Lawrence number seven, Lamar number eight, Deshaun number nine, Dak number ten, Kyler number eleven. Tua, number 12, Geno Smith, 13, Russell Wilson, 14, Matthew Stafford, 15, Kirk Cousins, 16, Derek Carr, 17, Jared Goff, 18, Justin Fields, 19, Daniel Jones, 20, Kenny Pickett, 21, Bryce Young, 22, Brock Purdy, 23, CJ Stroud, 24, Jordan Love, 25, Jimmy G, 26, Mac Jones, 27, Anthony Richardson, 28, Ryan Tannehill, 29, Sam Howell, 30, Baker Mayfield, 31, Desmond Ritter, 32. What did you have an issue with? Do you think that's too low for Jordan Love, 25? I got him over Jimmy G and Mac Jones. I think Kyler is not a top. He's not top 11. See, here's my hot take. Kyler played for that douchebag Cliff Kingsbury the last couple of years. And two years ago, first eight weeks of the season, he was going to be the MVP of the league until he ran into the buzzsaw that was the Green Bay Packers. And he got hurt. Like when he's not hurt, though, Dude, Kyler does things every week that you've like never seen ever. I think yeah, in the right he, he he runs 87 yards for a two-yard sack. I've never seen that before. I mean, I'm probably too high on on I mean Deshaun, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Jackson, Jesus. Deshaun Watson could be the ninth best quarterback in the league, or he could be number two. Well, like, no, I, last year he 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 didn't look he anything like what he used to. He was awful. I mean, but he didn't play football for a couple of years, man. His mechanics, his mechanics were shit. I think he's going to have a monster year, though. I hate to say it. Uh, Giants are eight and a half. 
Under. I'm going under. And I love them. That was my best bet. Everybody gave me shit last year because I went over. I love Brian Dayball. But, dude, like, Saquon doesn't want to be there. I still don't really love the wide receiver room, to be honest with you. Like, like they got better, but I just – in that division, I think the Cowboys are going to be really good. I think the Eagles are going to be really good. And I think the Commanders might be sneaky good. But I just think, like, now that Daniel Jones got paid, he might blow. And I hear guys like Tiki Barber, like, say that he's going to have a better year than Aaron Rodgers. Anybody that wants to bet that. Tiki Barber is getting a new job. I saw that. What if they called you? Would you take that job? Uh, I don't know. I don't, did I have to move to New York? What's with the, like all these networks, like wanting these like old dudes, like no offense to Carton. He's, he's a legend in the game, but like, are you going to, are you going to be watching the, what, what, what is he going to be even doing? Doesn't he already have his own show? Who Carton? Yeah. He does. He's been double duty. He, he's got to show an FS1 first thing in the morning. I watched that. Cause my guy Cody Decker's on it. Of course. Yeah. The show is fine entertaining but it's not like it's not like i have to watch carton it's if it's if somehow it's on like if i'm watching congressional baseball the night before and then fs1 still on i'll watch carton but i'm not waking up to watch it like i do I, like i set my alarm to my guy skip what's he no, gonna you do? <laughs> would you take that job skip's partner would i yeah yeah because i live for that shit you know what i mean like i would love to debate with his bitch ass every single day because i and i would love that because um like i've never worked with anybody that has to be the ridiculous take guy you know like every once in a while like we'll have a take where we disagree but you're not like coming on here like lebron james sucks you know what i mean like that's the thing like jj reddick everybody blows jj reddick and all he does is like just go on there and be like, "No, you guys are crazy." Like Kevin Durant isn't washed. Yeah, out. the JJ th- that stick works once. You can't, yeah. you can't, you can't do that. You can't have Russo and Stephen A. You know what you're getting, and then you can't have JJ just to be there and be like, "Worst episode ever." Right. Like exactly. let the guys let them. This is what the, let just you know sometimes. And then uh, Jay Williams, whenever he's on, you know, I watch some of this shit now that I don't know if I'm working or not. I don't know what my life is, but he's always like, it always looks like every time Stephen A. Smith disagrees with Jay Williams, Jay Williams wants to cry. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you? First big breakdown here on the fan. Yeah. Great show, though. Um, Yeah, I got to take the Giants under. Because if I'm gonna, you know, the Cowboys. That's that's the thing with the division. The the Giants. I think I think we had our little Daniel Jones fun time. Yeah, man. I mean, we're we're the biggest Daniel Jones fans out there. We are, than- and you ranked him twentieth. No, I didn't. Did I? Yeah, I was I was waiting to hear DJ's name. Yeah, twentieth. Yeah. I mean, but when you think about it, dude, like, because I'm not putting Desmond Ritter, or Baker Mayfield, or Sam Howell, and Tannehill's old. And Anthony, you know, like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't. Justin Fields is probably too high on this list. Where'd you put him? 19, 19. Yeah, but he could be. Like, I thought Pickett was a little low. I think he's good. See, like, the way, no, the way that I'm rating this, though, is, like, if you told me, if I'm the GM or if I'm a fan of a team, who I would want from, like, one to Would you one take day. Carl Anthony Towns or Eric Spolstra? 
I would take Carl Anthony Towns. All Imig does every week that he's on is, and we like back him into a corner, but he just like talks about how much he loves Eric Spolstra. He would take him over like, there's like six players he'd take before Spolstra. Hey, people forget that Eric Spolstra has lost three straight final series. People forget that Eric Spolstra finished the season with a two and seven record. Yeah, wait, what players would he take over Spolstra though? Like the MVPs. Like he would take, if, if he was in a draft and it got to pick number 10, yeah, he'd probably take Spolstra. Hmm. Yeah, the guy loves Spolstra. What can I say? Good looking man. You know, got that nice hmm. smile, got that nice. He's got Spolstra's got one of the best, like. You've got to be fucking kidding me, Smiles, in the game. Like, he's great, but I would rather have a superstar player. Like, I would rather have, you know, Giannis. I'd rather have Myers Leonard. I'd rather have a player. Yeah. Do you think if Spolstra coached the Bucks this year, they would have won the finals? Yeah. Me too. Me too. No, I don't actually. I mean, well, does it go down the same way so Giannis is hurt? If if Bud was the coach of the Heat, then well, they're not going to the finals. He'd be like, he'd be like, Tyler Hero's hurt. I'm just gonna give Duncan Robinson 45 minutes. Poor Bud. Poor Bud. Kyle Lowry'd be like, I can contribute. Kevin Love, I can play. Yeah, that you know, yeah, I yeah yeah. Spo probably would have took the Bud. Bud probably would have played Udonis Haslam 20 minutes against us if he was the coach of the Heat. Commanders seven and a half over under. Over. I'm going over on the commanders. I like no, Sam. Because you're in the DMV. No, no, I hate the DMV. I like I do like Sam Howell, though. I liked him in North Carolina. Dude, three years ago, four years ago, he was like people thought he was gonna be a first round pick. I thought that was a steal. I know he's small, but uh he looked pretty good. He's gonna be the best quarterback that Terry McLaurin's played with. Terry McLaurin's really good. I like their skill position players. Dotson, I like their running backs, Brian Robinson. Gibson, and then on the defensive side of the ball, Chase Young hasn't been healthy for, since his rookie year, but he was really good as a rookie, and now it's a prove-it-year deal where he wants to get paid, so he'll probably blow up, sweat. Um, I like what they did in the draft. Yeah, I think the commanders go over. I think they'll have a really good defense again, and I think the offense will be better with Sam Howell. And if he's not the answer, they have Jacoby Brissett, who I don't like, but he's serviceable enough to win you a couple games. You know, uh, So I'm going to go over on the commanders. I'm actually kind of excited for them this year. Let's look at the – oh, I guess I'm going over, too. You have a knight in your home? My new background for this division is happyplacehemp.com, but it's their location. It's their physical location. I took this like picture that. there. Yeah, I like this. Night. They got all the gummies behind me. Happyplacehemp.com is gummies and tinctures and the THC-8s, the THC – or no, the Delta-8s, Delta-9s. I think they might have a case or two of the THCOs left. Scoop them up while you can. The CBD, CBN, nighttime gummies. Happy Place Hemp. The promo code is BART. 25% off every order that you get. HappyPlaceHemp.com. The NFC West we can look at. the. Uh, I guess we'll start with the Niners. I don't know who their quarterback's going to be. Is this real, the line that I have in front of me right now? What is it? 11 and a half. Yeah, 11 and a half for the Niners. What? As yeah. Chuck would say, what? Yeah. I mean, that defense, that offense, I'm going over on the Niners. He's the quarterback. 
I don't, does it matter, dude? I mean, I mean, they just need somebody that could complete a forward pass. You know, I that's why I think they should trade for Kirk. The defense kept them in that game against the Eagles, and they didn't even have a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So now they have Sam Darnold, they have Trey Lance, they have your guy Brock Purdy, and they can make a decision. So over on the Niners, I also feel like this is like they're kind of like. Their last year, their window's closed. And I know that they paid Debo last year. I love Brandon Ayuk, too. He's awesome. But they might not be able to keep Kittle and, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, all those dudes. Nick Bosa's going to have to get paid here again soon. So, I don't know. Well, I'm going to take under. That's too high for me. 11 and a half. That's the highest in the league outside of the Bengals and the Chiefs. That's too high. I like in that division, I like Seattle at eight and a half. I will take that over. Seattle, I'm Seattle's gonna be my uh I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put NFC champions on Seattle. That's what I'm gonna do. I actually I went uh I, I did it really small and then I went over on their win total. I like what they're doing, man. And I like like Pete Carroll looks like he's rejuvenated now that he got rid of that nutbag, Russell Wilson. And I like Gino. I believe in Gino. I the run game's gonna be even better. And then on the defensive side of the ball, I like their secondary a lot better now. Like, they're trying to, like, rebuild the Legion of Boom with the big, tall corners. I'm with you on Seattle. The only thing that scares me is I feel like a lot of people are hyping them up. I could definitely see, like, Geno coming back down to earth because he kind of did after that ridiculous start to the season. Yeah, that, I was kind of out on that. I don't know. Them drafting JSN in the first round, just like – and I know he's their third receiver, but that just told me, like, they're ready. They're they're playing. They're going to – come. they're not – they're not taking a quarterback in the future. They're not, they want to get, they want to score. They want to, Pete Carroll's old and he's got a lot of toys. Yeah. And he, he like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, he wants to win. He's not trying to do a, do a rebuild. You know what I mean? Like he's going to be dead soon. Guy's fucking old. Well, I didn't want to say that. I mean, I didn't see, I, I didn't either. And, you know, but you know, I'm still not completely over the whole, you know, NFC championship game, even though everybody else is because Brandon Bostick's just in town slapping high fives every yeah, other Brandon week. Bostick's gets to do Lambo Leafs whenever he wants, I guess, part of the deal. Yeah, just fucked up my whole year, but it's all good. I'm kidding, though. Let's go on. Move on. The uh, Seattle Seahawks, I'm going to take the over, over. eight and a half. That's, pro- that's one of my favorite bets. We might both be wrong, but it's something I'm going to be rooting for. Kenneth Walker season, baby. Rams over under seven and a half under like, I don't even want to spend time on this team. Like, yeah, you bring back Aaron Donald and Sean McVay's back. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, over under seven and a half. You got Vegas doubting us. And that's the thing about Vegas is they don't know what's going on inside these walls. They don't know every, every piece of sweat, hard work that you guys have put into this team. They don't know that it's just a bunch of nerds with poker visors doing numbers over under seven and a half. I'd set the line at 16 and a half. Cause this team, I do think when I look around, we can go undefeated. Yeah. That's the best McVay I've ever heard from you, <laughs> but you. like, is Matthew Stafford going to be alive by week three? You know, is Cooper cup going to be healthy? Like does Aaron oh, Donald? Yeah. Cost me a know, fantasy they, title last year. He was rolling. I mean, Ramsey sucked last year. They traded him. I just, uh, yeah, I, I can't do it with the Rams. I'm not, I'm not running to bet them under though, because like, you know, McVay's still a good coach and Stafford I don't, I don't know. I think they could win eight. Yeah, I think they could, but I also could see them winning four, right? Like, what if John Wolford is their quarterback again in, like, week three? So, I got a funny feeling about those funny Rams. I'm not going to bet this one, but I would go – I'm going to say the over. I'll say eight wins. Okay. Okay. 
I, I can feel good it. about it. It's just it's just more of a women's intuition than anything else. Yeah. All right. So over on them. Who else do we got? Uh, Cardinals over under five and a half. I will take the under. So yeah, man. Like I don't know when the hell Kyler Murray's going to be back. They found but- a guy that's worse than Kingsbury to coach. Yeah. And also you have Colt McCoy as your starting quarterback, it looks like, week one. So I would have to go under on the Cardinals. They might end up being the worst team in the league. But the interesting topic is if they do end up only winning two, three games, right? If they're the worst team in the league, obviously they're going to have the number one overall pick. And we've seen this before, you know, where they had Josh Rosa. Not that he was the number one overall pick, but they just got rid of him after a year and drafted Kyler number one. What if they suck? You know, and they only win two games and they get the number one overall pick. How do you not take Caleb Williams or Drake May? So are they moving on from Kyler, who they just paid? It's going to be a mess. No D-hop. Your boy J.J. Watts retired. He's coming home. He's coming home. Tell the world he's coming home. Under. Let us transition to the NFC South. Yeah. Where are you at right now? I'm at my office on Lake Michigan. I like that. Nice blue water behind me today. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I can see a, a guy on a jet ski behind you. That's my neighbor, Tom. Tom! Waves up, dude. Ask him what he thinks about the Chargers this year. <laughs> he likes them. We were just talking about that the other day. He still yeah. calls them the San Diego Chargers, though. Fucking Tom. Nah, it happens, though. Happens to the best of us. All right, NFC South, the New Orleans Saints, I said, when they signed Derek Carr, I said they have guaranteed themselves a home playoff game. I don't know who else wins that division, unless Bryce Young has a really good year. The Saints are nine and a half, though. Yeah. That's I mean, I think they could win the division. I don't know if they're like a 10-win football team, though. Yeah, I did this I did this with the Saints last year, and they let me down because, remember, I believed in Jameis. Have to look at their schedule. I mean, they do play – when we were win-lossing our Green Bay Packers, I automatically just gave the Packers four wins because they play the NFC South. So that's part of what I think. So right. with the Saints schedule, I mean, they play the NFC South too. They've got yeah. the Titans. They've got the Patriots, the Texans, Jackson. So they've got the AFC South and the NFC North. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, the Saints. Okay, I'll. they're going to – Jesus. They might have the easiest goddamn schedule in the world. No, no, no. The Eagles have the easiest schedule, strength of schedule. The Saints play in the South. They have the NFC North, and they have the AFC South. Well, we'll talk. Okay, well, we got to talk about Atlanta and Carolina here in a second. I would not – I don't think I would go over. I went over last year, and you got to remember, like, the way – remember Jameis was 5-2, and and he had, like, 12 touchdowns and three picks. They beat the crap out of the Packers week one. So then I believed in him last year. And my money was tied up all year. In week 14, week 15, week 16, I'm watching freaking Andy Dalton dropping back 40 times per game. So I don't want to do it with the Saints this year. They should win that division if Derek Carr doesn't look like dump like he did last year. But Kamara's going to be suspended the first four games of the season. Michael Thomas hasn't been healthy since, like, the Backstreet Boys were number one on the pop charts. He's got, like, a metal plate in his foot. I do love Chris Olave. The defense is going to be really good. I think that's what I probably own one. I didn't own one KN95 mask in my house the last time Michael Thomas was good. Exactly. Yeah. Like he, he hasn't been healthy in forever, and he's getting old. Uh, so, man. Over. I'll still go over. Damn, yeah, over on the Saints. 
I'm not oh, betting it. The but... Saints go marching in. Oh, um, how I want to be in that number when the Saints win me 10 games. Yeah, okay. I'm in. Who's our coach? Dennis Allen? Yeah, Dennis Allen. Yeah. Dennis sounds like the Joe Prunty of coaches. <laughs> That's what I mean, though. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. I could see them blowing and like Derek Carr throwing like 50 picks, too. What about your Falcons with your quarterback, Desmond Ritter? Eight and a half. Yeah, I just don't know if he's any good. I didn't even really love him in college, to be honest with you. He looks like he's like 55 years old. But well, I mean, no, I like them. Who is their running back? Ford? Who? Cincinnati. Oh, Jerome Ford. I was going to say, I thought you meant Atlanta. I'm like, Cincinnati, once like, like they did make the playoff, but they were barely winning those games. And it wasn't because of Desmond Ritter as their defense. Yeah, Sauce Gardner and those guys. And I mean, that's what Fickle's a defensive minded coach. Yeah, I would, um, I guess I would go under here, but I, I mean, I don't know how good Desmond Ritter has to be. Because you got to remember how good Marcus Mariota looked those first like four, six weeks of the season before he quit and got hurt and benched. But, uh, dude, they got Tyler Algier, they got Patterson, now they got Bijan Robinson, who I love. They got Kyle Pitts, they have Drake London, but that defense sucks. I'd have to go under, but I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if Desmond Ritter's any good, if they'd be a sneaky, you know, 10 11 win team. I just don't know that he's going to be any good. He's he's a big question mark for me. So uh, under for right now. I'm going to go under the eight and a half on the Falcons. Yeah. As well. The uh, Carolina Panthers are seven and a half. Over. I don't know, man. I guess they're playing the same divisions that, that the Saints are. So. Yeah, I'm going to go over on Carolina because I'm a Bryce Young believer. I know he's small. Yeah, but they I, could they could win eight games. I'll go over with you. Remember how good they were after they like traded everybody last year? I mean, they got a pretty solid defense. They have a solid run game, even after they traded away Christian McCaffrey. Somehow the run game got better. And uh I like Bryce Young. I think they'll I think they'll be all right. I think they could win eight, nine games. I think they might surprise some people. So I'm gonna go over on Carolina, under on Atlanta. You know, the Buccaneers at six and a half is such a good number. Like, that's the perfect. That's why this is so hard is that's exactly what the number should be. Is it that hard though, dude? Like is Kyle Trask going to be starting by week five and, and like all I the think guys, Baker, I think Baker, Baker puts up some games where it's like 300 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. And they, they like never win though. Like I he mean, puts up numbers yeah. and, but he also throws three picks or he fumbles twice. Like, He'll be a good fantasy quarterback, but I'm going to go under the six and a half. Me too. I think that they want to be bad. I think they want Caleb Williams or Drake May. I don't think that the Buccaneers are like, okay, we got our quarterback of the future, fucking Baker Mayfield on his third team, right? You know, I don't think they're – they definitely don't believe in Kyle Trask because if you believe in Kyle Trask, you're not calling for Baker Mayfield. I think you want Caleb Williams or Drake May, and the goal is to lose games. What will be interesting to see, man, is if they trade some of those vet players, you know, like – What's going to happen with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin? Guys on the defensive side of the ball are already saying during camp they want to be moved. So I'm going to go under. I think they're going to be a fucking disaster, to be honest with you. Ryan Horvat and I, you can check us out on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream, youtube.com backslash at Bart Winkler show. That is up. And then I'm going to separate it by divisions to try to get some more numbers. 
So if you get a, if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, which I hope you are, I think that'd be great. And you get notifications, you're going to get four at once to an episode that's already posted, but I broke it up. AFC, NFC, uh, AFC South, East, West, North. Hey, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to keep this grand piano behind me um, from being repoed. Secret invasion real quick. I, first of all, I'm not going to judge it until the whole thing's done, which means that I like it. Yes, I like, I like all Marvel. I, I'm past the point of, I'm like, I'm like a Republican or Democrat with Marvel. It doesn't matter what my leader does. If my leader says this is what we're thinking, then that's what I'm thinking. And if Marvel puts out a product, then I like it. And that's how it is. That's just how it is. Uh, I thought it was a little slow at times. The ending, I am still processing of episode one. Um, and I still, I still like to get a better... What's weird it, right now for me is that what they're telling you is that there's all these terror attacks that have happened. But then when you watch like She-Hulk, it's like there's it's like the only bad guys are imposter superheroes. It's like I can't get the I can't get the feel of what the world is. Like is the world this dark, decrepit, awful place? Or is She-Hulk twerking with Megan uh, the stallion? I don't know. I, that's what I'm having a hard time with. Couple more voicemails. Uh, let's see, Drake. No, not Jake. 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 Jake talked about Grant. Uh, John in Madison has a message for Paul Imick. Oh, Wausau, did you move? Did you move, John? Or is this the wrong John? Here we go. Fans out there, listen, we all wanted AEW to be good. We wanted an alternative to WWE. But AEW sucks. Moxley sells nothing. He's whispering to the Young Bucks in the last match about, you know, this is the judge, you this, the judge you that. They just suck. The Young Bucks doing their flippy-dippy stuff that doesn't make any damn sense. You've got Omega who once wrestled a nine-year-old and a blow-up doll. I mean, it's just frustrating to watch. And you, the blading is so obvious. And it's like, oh, you know, people are going to say, oh, well, don't you know that wrestling's like fake anyway? The point of wrestling is to at least make it look real and make sense. AEW doesn't make any sense. The booking is terrible. Tony Khan doesn't know what the hell he's doing. It sucks. We all wanted AEW to be good. But it's okay to admit that it sucks. All right? Punk is good. MJF is good. There's a couple of other good guys. But it just sucks right now. So, Paul, AEW sucks. There you have it. AEW sucks. Now, they are gaining some momentum again. Collision did a good number, I think, on Saturday. And Paul will refute that because AEW to Paul is Marvel to me. But I just, uh, 
I like to play voicemails. The Carl play Carl's plays voicemail line. Carl's plays Carl of et.com backslash Bart. They have your golf simulators ready to go. You can also customize them to uh, appropriate spaces in your house, your garage. The angle that I would take too. I mean, if you have if you have room for one, I would I would do it. Uh, I, I would I would coax a buddy into getting one. I'd coax your father in law into getting one. That's what I would start doing. Giving them the Carl of ET.com backslash Bart link, of course. And then you can go over there and play whenever you want. Um, but they're paying for it. Here is one from, if we're doing voicemails of people going after each other, Matt in the Falls has some words for Cone. This motherfucker, this motherfucker won't even say which cop's location he went to. Not that he's at. Cop's location that he went to? Hey, Cone, which cop's was it? Uh, undisclosed. <laughs> was, it, was, it, was it this one? Uh, undisclosed. Are you fucking kidding me? You can't say which... Like, what the fuck is this guy's deal? Like, does he think... I... Oh, my God. Just... This... I, I can't say why it bothers me so much, but it's just fucking ridiculous like get your head out of your own fucking asshole and just be a normal guy like nobody gives a fuck who you are i mean i don't care who he is he's nobody he's his name is tom dick and he's probably an insurance salesman. i don't give a fuck who he is i just think it's stupid that he's fucking hiding just grow the fuck up all right so that is matt's message to cone Bucky Boyd calling again about soccer. Bart, Bucky Boyd here. Um, just calling with some more soccer content. Uh, I'm curious of your thoughts on uh, your your hammer player, Declan Rice, and uh, particularly your thoughts on where you think he's going to be sold to, because as I'm sure you've seen in your Twitter feed in one way or another, um, his sale is uh, impending. And I'm just curious on your thoughts as uh, to where you're going to go, maybe general thoughts on uh, what you think he is um, as a player and then uh, his value to West Ham. Um, and yeah, maybe what the state of the squad is, your, your thoughts on the state of the squad going into the next period league season, because of course, as you know, it's coming up in about two Yeah, good question. I still, I still, uh, just based on the first voicemail that Bucky had left me, I don't know if he's trying to like quiz me. I don't know if that's a sincere question. Um, I do, I do know Declan Rice. I thought that there was the opportunity that he was going to get sold last summer. The transfer window, basic. So teams sell their players essentially to the better teams or the teams with more money because then that's how they get more money. So I, I mean, everything about European soccer is just better than American soccer. It just is. It just is. 
I guess Arsenal thought they were going to get him, and now Man United might get him. Uh, that would be a big loss, obviously. I don't have expectations about West Ham, and this goes back to when I first started liking West Ham. My West Ham allegiance, is it started with a guy named Seamus. And I love telling this story because I beat him in a poker tournament. I actually beat 50 people, and he took second. It came down to us for the final two. So uh, he won his purse. I won mine. And we had been talking a little bit during the match. So afterwards, I went and bought him a shot and a beer. I think that's a nice thing to do. And I told him I need a Premier League team. This was back in 13. I said, uh, I gave him my MLS team as the Timbers. I don't think he followed up to this day. But I've liked West Ham ever since then. And he told me, uh, look, he's like, they're not going to ever be good. Then they're never going to be. They they they're not going to be absolute shit. They'll be right in the middle. And I thought, that's exactly like the teams I like. This is perfect. So I like West Ham, and it seems like West Ham does one of two things: they either start the season very 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 bad, and they're in the relegation zone until March, and then they crawl out and finish like thirteenth. Or they start very, very good and then come, you know, their Boxing Day matches, go into a free fall and finish like 11th. So I don't have any expectations other than that ever. Uh, I, they're my team. I like them. Uh, that's, that's where I'm at. I still would like to watch a game with you, uh, Man City and West Ham. I still would like to do that come the start of the season. And, and that would be fun. All right, that's the episode. Appreciate you guys. I am going to be live after the NBA draft, or at least when I get home. We'll do an episode then. And then uh, full week of shows next week before the July 4th holiday. I might take a day off or two. Uh, forgive me. Because next week I got, I got, I mean, not just full week of shows, but full week of Bill Ryder shows, guys. Your boy's going to be all over that place. So look for me. And I'll be at Summerfest. If you're at Summerfest Thursday or Friday or Saturday, check out the Milwaukee Pro Soccer exhibit. It's right by the Miller Light stage, and it's right by, like, the main entrance. The main entrance, you're basically going to walk right by us when you get in. It's such a prime spot. There'll be merchandise for sale. Uh, we'll have tablets. We're going to be taking votes for team names. There's this little uh, Bino is the name of the game. I don't quite know it yet, but it's like just like a flicky soccer game where we can give you some keychains or something if you get it right or let us know that you're following us on Twitter and that stuff, and we'll, we'll hook you up with prizes. So I won't be there this week. Uh, a lot of my pals will, and then I'll be there next Thursday and Friday and the week after that. So I'm all over, man. I'm out of my basement, one week only special, but I'm in my basement Thursday night talking NBA draft with you. Until then, have a good one. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Granger for the ones who get it done.